They called him the Great Bear. While some of his compositions brought him financial success and a certain level of popularity, it's not that he didn't have his opponents. He was a foreigner living in London at this point, and many thought that he was not very likable. He was a large, awkward man, often hot-tempered, rough around the edges, thus the nickname The Great Bear. His enemies detested many of his, most of his compositions. And by 1741, his health was failing, his debt deepening, his career appeared to be open, uh, to be over, and many thought debtor's prison was just around the corner. It was now in 1741 that this great bear was invited to Ireland to direct one of his compositions for charity. But as he went, he began to compose a new work. A deeply religious man, he decided that he would turn to scriptures and write a piece deep, uh, deeply rooted in scripture. He would look to Isaiah and Jeremiah and Daniel, Zechariah, and lift from them some of the finest passages ever put to music. To call what happened next divine inspiration is far from hyperbole. At this point, the great bear began composing as few people ever have in history. Some people thought he was mad, obsessed. Uh, certainly, he was intense. So intense that at times they say that his fingers could barely hold the pen. He seldom ate or slept, according to one of his servants. But the result of that intense inspiration was one of the great masterpieces the world has ever known, the Messiah. Handle the Great Bear finished part one in only six days, part two in nine days, part three again another six days. The orchestration took him just a few days more. Listening to the Messiah is one of my favorite traditions every Christmas time. I find it inspiring for so many reasons. Not only is it beautiful, but it is filled with scripture. And every time I listen to it, I am at awe, in awe, to think that this two and a half hour composition of some of the finest music ever composed was finished in less than 25 days. 25 days. Sometimes it takes me a 25 days to write a decent sermon. And yet Handel finished, and when he did, he sobbed. I think that I did see all heaven before me and the great God himself. Messiah premiered in Dublin in 1742, was immediately pronounced a masterpiece. At her London premiere, King George was so moved by the Hallelujah Chorus that he spontaneously rose from his feet, since, to his feet since he was the king. Everybody had to follow his example. And I, audiences, at least audiences with any kind of uh, knowledge or class have done the same in the hundreds of years ever since. Apparently something happened to Handel when he composed the Messiah. From that point on, he continued writing religious music that people love to this day. The great composer 
Beethoven once said to him, I bend the knee for Handel was the greatest, ablest composer that ever lived. Now, I think that some would say that really is a commentary how underappreciated Bach was at that point, because some would argue that Bach was was better. And maybe you'd argue, yeah, and Beethoven was going deaf at that point too, perhaps, I don't know. But no, I, I, I all kidding aside, Handel's one of the greatest. Even after his eyesight failed, Handel continued to perform until at age 74, he collapsed while conducting, guess what? The Messiah. As he went down, sources say Handel said to them, I should like to die on Good Friday. He did not die on Good Friday. He died actually Easter Sunday, April 14th, 1759. At Handel's grave at Westminster Abbey, there's a statue marked out for him with a score of Messiah on its table. The page that's visible reads, I know that my Redeemer liveth. Listening to the Messiah is one of my favorite traditions every Christmas holiday. It helps me draw closer to God each time I listen to it. The music is inspiring. It is a great way to emblazon the word of God on your mind as you listen to the music and the repetition of the scriptures sung over and over and over again, as well as the story of how God inspired a man who felt so defeated, who many didn't care for, to do a work at the end of his life there was not only a blessing to him and people of his day, but a blessing to people hundreds of years on. God used Handel to bless us. And so it is with the God who gives us his son at Christmas. Let me encourage you spending some time listening to the Messiah this season. Better yet, what godly biblical traditions will you find yourself repeating this year that help you remember that Jesus was born, that help you memorize scripture, that inspire you to follow faithfully after God? Because Jesus is indeed God with us, especially at Christmas time. Heavenly Father, I thank you for Jesus, for that you are with us. I thank you that Christmas is such a rich time to experience you in a fresh way. Would you help each of us to draw closer to you? This would not be, just be a time where we go through the motions or are involved in lots of Christmas-like activities, but there would be a substance in this season because we walk more closely with you every day, because we take full advantage of what you want to do in us this season. Through Christ, I pray. Amen. Thanks, and I hope you enjoy the Messiah sometime soon.